Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. And welcome to another exciting episode of So For Real Conversations. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about breeding farms. This episode is going to go down a whole convoluted rabbit hole, as they always do. But I want to talk about the breeding farms because when we had an interruption in our history with enslavement, it tainted us. It changed our reality. Right. And it changed our reality in such a way that it made us as men hypersexual. Like we talk about this hypersexualization and shit, but we never really want to address the cause. We always want to point at the effects of shit. Like, and that's something that I've learned is hard to get through, um, especially as our community goes. Like we we don't want to address the roots. Because to address the roots requires change. Um, for 400 years, you know, 500 if you ask me, but for four to 500 years, we have been conditioned into this reality. And we just got free. <laughs> like, I'm not comparing us to animals, right? I would never do that. But what I'm saying has to be understood this way. If you beat a dog, right, all of its life, you starved it, you tortured it, right, and you let the dog go, we don't look at it from a perspective of something's wrong with the dog when it goes out and does shit that's traumatizing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it does something that is a response to it being traumatized, you feel me? Just went out and started biting motherfuckers because it was free first motherfucker that touched it, it bit him and because it, it was able to get away. Like For 500 years of oppression, growing up under an oppressive culture that made you a breeder, made you value your sex, made you value, made you feel like all you had to offer was sex, we get that into today, in today's time now. The only difference is now where it was once forced into culture, it is now... You always hear me say art imitates reality, but then it comes a point where art starts to dictate reality. You see what I'm saying? So when we consider where we are as men, especially as black men, we're caught in a codified realm of breeding for us and our women. And we don't put the two and two points together to understand why there's so many cultural phenomena and so many cultural things that continue to happen now that we don't want to address largely because we sleep, we sweep it under the rug largely because it is, you know, taboo within our culture. But a lot of the reasons we don't know why we sweep this shit under the rug is because we sweep it under the rug now by choice because we swept it under the rug in the breeding farms because we had no choice. It's like, get over it. You got touched by your uncle. So what? It's fucked up because in the times when you got touched by your uncle during the 400 to 500 year enslavement, it was due to the force. Oh, I just need you to make some babies. That's all. That's all. I need you to make babies that the bodies work well. I don't give a fuck about the mind because you know when you have in close proximity, to your genetics, you have mental deficits, you know what I'm saying? The retardation starts to kick in. 
things like that. They never cared about cared about the mind. The damn sure didn't care about the spirit, but it was the body. It was the physical. Make sure that you're healthy enough to continually breed for me. That never stopped. That never stopped. I know a lot of us feel like, oh yeah, we ain't slaves no more. We ain't got to do that and shit no more. Like some of us are literally only one generation of one generation off of a big family. I don't think we realize how abnormal big families are. You feel what I'm saying? Big families aren't normal. 10, 12, 20, like all of those brothers and sisters, that's not normal. That is a part of the culture from the breeding farms. You see what I'm saying? And in that culture within the breeding farms, the women would have babies that many times because they started having them younger. And then the men's genetics were developed at a certain time to where we still operate like that now. But now we don't know why we do it anymore. Now, motherfuckers just pull up in the chargers to pick up 18-year-olds from high school. You see what I'm saying? It's all tied into this episode of The Breeding Farm. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Be sure to check out my website, my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the in the description of your podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. And you know the vibes. Uh, no, I'm moving too fast. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And you know the vibes. That's that for this, and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into So Frail Conversations, Breeding Farms. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the SoFrail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back. So, um... Without further ado, let's let's get to the understanding of the breeding farms and speak to it, to the light of it, um, in regards to what it really is. You feel what I'm saying? Um, when we look at the breeding farms, right, as I said, using it, leveraging it with big families and shit, like, about 26 years ago, I had seen this video, and there was this woman, black woman, she was like 29, and I think she already had like 10 kids, 10 to 12 kids by then or some shit like that. I don't even know how there was a video slate. Like, cause the cameras, the, the, the camcorder didn't come out until I don't know when, but they have a like video documentation. So it's like, damn, that means that she was still in that space after slavery. I think this was the early 1900s or some shit like that. Cause they called them sharecroppers. You feel what I'm saying? This is like, we're going to repackage your slavery. We just, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But one of the most important things out of slavery that, you know, affects us to this day that affects us heavy and i feel personally i'm not gonna say i'm a spokesperson for this or i'm somebody who's who needs to speak on it more but i feel like these are the things of our 
ancestry that we don't speak on. And I'm speaking on it in this regard because it affected me the most. This is some of the residual effects of slavery that affected me. You feel me? Not being able to read and write, not being like some of those things that affected us, they don't, they didn't have residual effect in me now. But the breeding farm shit did. Right. You've heard the 200 episode. Go back and listen to it. Right. But it's going to be expounded upon more here when we look at the breeding farms. Right. Um, That video that I saw with that woman, she was like 29 years old. And the reason why that video sticks so heavy because she actually looked like somebody that I actually know. Um, and so I was like, damn, she looked familiar. But I was like, damn. She was like, she was like 29 years old. And I think she had like 12 kids, 10 to 12 kids at the time. And it was like, why do you need some more? So many. And then it wasn't that she needed so many. It was just the conditions in which she was. It was like, yeah, because these kids got to work. These kids got to go to the field. My grandmother, right? I don't even know how many she comes from, but I know she used to work in the fields. She has a decent amount of siblings. My grandmother has a decent amount of children too, my mom's mom. She ended up having about 10 or 11 total or some shit like that. But the interesting thing was the age in which she started. It was young, you know, very young. I think she had the first one, she was 14. Now, as time goes on, that's a lot of things that we don't want to talk about when it comes to these big families. You feel me? Oh, I miss the big family. I got 10 brothers and sisters, all of this. Y'all know why we are in those spaces? You feel me? Look at today. I'm not even going to say, like, we don't, like, look at today with having two or three kids. Right? It's damn near impossible. Right? We was in the worst conditions ever. Some of the worst conditions ever having that many kids. Why? Because we didn't have to take care of them. I get it. You had to be the parent. You had to be instilling the fact that this is why I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to do nothing but get you to 18. I don't have to do nothing but provide you with food, clothing, and shelter. Because those things were what were provided for you on the, on the plantation. That shit never stopped. Because it's like, we just need you to keep producing bodies so we can sell them off. Right? That means that the women need to start having babies younger. You feel me? Which means that in the man's prime, he's going to be 18 to 25 when he's most functional to produce the babies. Y'all heard the episode on 18 to, 18 to 25 for real time. We're not even going to address. I'm, I'm going to go back and address it more so. We're not in a new episode, but here we're going to be talking about more so from that perspective. So you have 18 to 25. You're, wanna get, you're getting the women when they start menstruating. You're getting the women, the girls, when they start menstruating, when they can actually have, you know. So the reason why I'm saying this all is because this breeding farm shit, it ties into a lot of the mentality of what we have of what and why we find value in the women that we find value in and why we don't find value in certain shit. And this tra- it, it, it transcends both man and woman. You feel me? I know this is so for a conversation, but sisters, y'all might be listening to this shit. But this is one of the reasons why there's so much envy and disdain between the older women and the younger women. But also, also why there's so much disdain between the old heads and the young bulls, why we're called old heads and young bulls and shit. There's so many different layers to it that it's just, it's unreal. But for 400 years... We were pairing grown men with young girls. We weren't, 
but our women and our men were getting paired this way. Sometimes in the dark, sometimes like when I started looking at, when I started, cause y'all know I say motherfucker a lot, but when people, you know, say, Hey, yo, you should look up the word, the, the, the roots of the word motherfucker. I still use motherfucker because it's there. Like you feel what I'm saying? But when I looked at the roots of the motherfucker, it was, you got that name because you were fucking your friend's mother. It's like, oh, literally as fuck, literal as fuck, motherfucker. You fucked the mother. Oh, wow. You feel me? Mills and all this other shit. But that's something totally different down the line. But from that perspective, like I said, it it made me, it got me, it got me inspired to wonder more about why are we still like this today? Because I asked my, when did it stop? Like we, this is July. So at the time of this recording, June, uh, Juneteenth was literally last month, exactly last month. So we look at Juneteenth saying that, oh, it wasn't until 1865 or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I think it's 1865. By Juneteenth is when Texas, all right, slavery's done, right? When was the time? When did the time, like, when did we actually have time to say, hey, what y'all, the atrocities that y'all just went to, y'all need therapy for? Right? If you ever grew up in poverty, right? If you've ever grown up in poverty, you know that poverty was normal for you for a long time until you realize and identify you were in poverty. You didn't know you were in poverty at first, right? You think that's just the circumstances you're supposed to live in. It's not until you get older that you experience life and you start to certain, learn certain things, right? That's one generation. You you feel what I'm saying? That cultural thing is like... That cultural thing is so rooted that poverty is normal. And in poverty being normal, you have to realize that if somebody came out of poverty, they're going to bring another kid in poverty thinking that this is just the way it's supposed to be. Without, They may want more money, they may design, but they may not take the necessary steps to get out of poverty, right? Because certain things, oh, this works. I can make it work. You feel what I'm saying? No matter what, I can always make it work. And then when you, the sad part about poverty, and this is what I hate most about it, because when you get creative and you learn how to survive in poverty, I'm not going to say you don't have the desire to get out, but when you learn how to be, how to function in something that you're not supposed to function in, it feels right. Comfort is wild. When you find comfort in poverty, it changes things. And the only reason why I'm mentioning poverty, because I'm showing how in one generation, if you grew up in a certain circumstance, you'll bring your child in that circumstance. If you don't identify that something's wrong with it. You see what I'm saying? Like if we look at welfare, I mean welfare. If we look at um welfare, if we look at welfare, the welfare system and how that played out, what did it do? It said, I will fund everything for you if you do X, Y, and Z, right? So that's good living to some people based off the perspective. Now, you bring a child into this and you keep repeating this cycle over and over and over again. You feel me? The projects then become an experiment that works. You see what I'm saying? Like people will willingly do this, right? So now, within one generation, one generation is all it takes to change something like that, right? Imagine experiencing four generations of being a breeder. 
knowing that you're solely born to create something, to go work labor, go do manual labor or to create something or to have babies, right? Now it becomes even more fucked up when you realize that because you may hold a certain title as it like, and the sad part about the men is that we are fucking until we die. Because we can always continue to have an orgasm, but women have that window. So now, like I said, it ties into the disdain because now you use, I forgot the guy's name, but it was in the early forms of slavery. I think it was in South America and shit. They used this one man until he died. And he's the father of so many different uh, black people that were you know, enslaved because they said, we want the physical prowess of him to be in all of these women, right? Imagine, as a man, we can literally have orgasms until we die. As long as our shit get up, we good. Imagine from the day you're viral, you're not viral in a sense of V-I-R-A-L, V-I-R-I-L-E, viral, viral, viral. You have virility, okay? Imagine you having virility all your life. But in this moment, I'm just using this one instance, but in this moment, you're always having sex with women that range between 14 and 30 years old because that's the prime age for productive children creation. We don't look at it from that perspective, right? Oh, we think biological clock. No, biological clock is when you can't, we can no longer produce a quote unquote, not not no longer can produce, but you're starting to reduce the odds of a, a healthier child feel me but they're not also telling you that yeah because we create the system that <laughs> you got to start having kids within your 20s because the shit that you're gonna eat is gonna fuck you up by 30 you feel me it's that potent but you know what i'm saying imagine that one man being the dick that's used to pregnate so many different women on a regular basis right that's just him but now when we look at chattel slavery as a fucking hole for 500 fucking years Hey, bro, for real, though, at some point, we got to stop talking to women about masculinity and start talking to each other about it. And I mean really talk to each other, not as enablers and co-signers, but as men trying to reach the pinnacle of our essence. And that's what the So Frail series does. So Frail 1 is the definition. So Frail 2 is the acknowledgement. And So Frail 3 is the resolution. If you rock with the So Frail conversations, I can guarantee you will rock with the So Frail series of books. So visit IamJustSeen.com right now so you can add the series to your library. I promise you will never look at masculinity the same again, and you're going to stop wasting your time arguing with women about it. This is a conversation that men need to have between men, and it's time we start having this conversation now. 500 fucking years, and now we're in a space right now where us as men... We don't, are, are, men are not attracted to women their age. Because for one, we're in a society that bases our attraction on physicality for one. And for two, it's designed to keep us as men lusting and forceful over the women that are between a certain age pocket. And these women are built to look between the ages of 16 to 25 years old. I'm not saying they built that way, but I'm saying like within that 18 to 25 pocket, that is the aesthetic look of a woman who can have babies. That's, I don't even think we realize how much we say, like, when we get mad at a woman or whatever, when a woman is like, we're talking about Ashanti right now, talking about, but she ain't got no kids. Nigga, that's not what she, that's not what she was fucking here for. You see what I'm saying? 
But this is what we talk about when a woman doesn't have kids or a woman doesn't have kids by a certain age, like we act like she's damaged goods or whatever the case. No, we're not breeding. We're no longer on a breeding farm. The fuck? It's okay. It's okay to not have kids right now. It's okay to not be creating babies to put back into another system to run it. Like we don't realize what we were creating kids for. What they did with chattel slavery, they kept that same system here in America. And they just said, we're just going to pay these people. So they get the illusion that they're not slaves anymore. We're going to encourage them to have babies between 20 to 30 years old. So that way we can make sure just like, yeah, keep the system going. So again, when I tell you, I know y'all probably tired of me beating this dead horse. But when I tell you motherfuckers that the U.S. dollar is backed by the health of the people. This is why. Because the health of the people needs to be so potent that you can produce the health of a people needs to be in such a way that you can produce another person that can go into our system without without fucking it up. You see what I mean? But now when we look at it from this perspective and we know that there's a physical attraction that we've been programmed for. Like when you look at Behold a Pale Horse, whatever, there's, you sit little Johnny in front of a TV because... We already have the gen we already have the transgenerational trauma stored within them from being breeders. Now, if we put that these are the type of women that you're supposed to lust over on a regular basis, like we don't have to show them fucking each other no more. Like we don't have to put them on an actual plantation anymore to make them comfortable doing this. No, now we put it on their TVs. So now every the women keep cycling through. But if you notice, they stay a certain age. We get older and our attraction stays the same. Ain't that some shit? It's the reason why celebrities are what they are. You dig what I'm saying? I was uh I was talking to somebody, you know, in regards to masculinity, and he was telling me he had, it was an old head, so he's older than me. It's crazy. But he said, send me a picture of one of the Bailey girls, either Haley or Chloe, whichever one is the oldest one. He said, See, I need a woman like that. A child, nigga? Nah, that's not what I'm saying, man. Who carries herself? She's a child, though. There's plenty of women who carry themselves like that. But for you to say you need a woman, like you want that same physical aesthetic appeal, 18 to 25 years old. Here's what I'm saying that is men, because women, they get conditioned to view us older. They get conditioned to be attracted to us when we're older, right? We're conditioned to be attracted to them when they're younger. Right. Here's why that is a problem, because there becomes a loop. There comes a loop. There becomes a, a there comes a small window of time when you're too young and you're too old, but your attraction is still for younger women. You don't really know it because this is how the programming works. The cycle just keeps running in. The reason why I'm saying that about the dude who's talking about Chloe Bailey, because I think he had to be in his 40s or 50s at the time. I had not broken my 20s yet when I was talking to him about this. And. I'm looking like, okay, bro, like, how are you still attracted? Like, you should not be attracted. I'm not saying I'm attracted to uh, the Chloe girl or whatever the case may be, but I'm saying this. You should not be holding a standard of the women that are supposed to be in my space. But I'm like, she's too young for me, right? Here's why I'm saying that. Because it's like, I've reached a point, And again, this ties into my understanding from what I experienced within the 200th episode to look at and say, yo, I have to mature because I started to pay attention to how imagery works. I started to pay attention to how... The symbolism and shit works. All of the women that we have right now, they're going to BBLs and all the shit. It's not because they don't feel beautiful. It's not. It's to stay in the mold of 18 to 25. That is very powerful because it is to stay in the physical look as if I'm still able to procreate kids. We're not breeders anymore.
We're not on a breeding farm anymore. So we have to break some of this mentality, but we don't. So now we wondering why women our age are trying to keep up with younger women for the same reason why they're taking advice from. I remember one time I was talking to a young a woman. She's older than me, right? And she was talking about Cardi B says some real shit. Now y'all see why I be having those moments when I be like, yo, you shouldn't be taking advice from somebody younger than you. That's stupid as fuck. But that's why, and this is why I get frustrated, but I also understand. Because I'm like, she's like, yeah, she getting money though. Okay, okay, she's still older than you. And now it gets to a point where once we leave that, we keep trying to stay in that space. That's why you had dudes that are 40 years old wearing skinny jeans and sit still trying to keep up with the swag. Nigga, no, you old. I'm trying to look like the niggas that get the 18 to 25 year old girls. Right? I watched Bel Air, right? Uh, one of the new rising um, sisters that's coming into the space that is in this pocket is Coco Jones. Before Coco Jones, we had um, Ari Lennox, right? That's R&B side. R&B side. You feel me? But let's look at the rap side. Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, uh, Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma. Like, when they pass that age, when you, no, we cannot, like, when you pass the age when we no longer want to lust over you, they move you out and bring in a new lust symbol. But now, what we don't realize is that's happening to us as men, we're aging, but our, we're, we're aging physically, but our imagination is staying the same. We know that the imagination is the image of nations. I mean, nations of images, right? The nation of images that we have tied to our type and the attraction of woman that we want fits the mold between 18 and 25. That is cool when you're 12. It's cool when you're 11. It's cool when you're 13, 14, 15, 16. It's cool when you're 25. Cool when you're 26. Almost cool when you're 27 is going away when you're 28 and it starts to lose it when you're 29 and it's past its prime when you're 30. You should not be physically attracted to 18 to 25 year olds, but we are. Because even the women our age want to embody what that what that time pocket looks like. Why is that time pocket so fucking important? In addition to that time pocket being important, why is having a baby before a certain age so fucking important? Because now we're breeding again. We just don't know that that's what we're doing. You feel me? At my age right now, I have no kids. I'm single. People are telling me, yo, you're going to end up having to get with a younger woman. Why? Why? I literally had a conversation with an older woman one time. She was, she was, oh, I say she a big homie in a way. Cause like we were friends and shit and we, we still are. We just don't talk like we used to. But yeah, she was like, yeah, you're going to have to, um, get you a young girl. I can't. Now, mind you, the reason why I'm saying I'm can't, I can't because I'm, I was already a cougar chaser. You feel what I'm saying? I already chased cougars. I already went after cougars. So mentally, I already knew I was looking for something like the physical don't, it, it never really mattered to me on that level. You dig what I'm saying? But now I have to, I have to look at life like that. I have to say, damn, at 33 years old, you feel me? I literally have to do this now if I'm going to still operate from the perspective of a breeder. But then when I understand how the actual human body works and I understand how to keep the body in its invigorated state to produce the healthiest of children, you feel what I'm saying? We good over here. We good over here. Now I can actually be attracted to women who are 33 years old and look 33 years old. You see what I mean? We never, like, we stopped being attracted to that early on. See, what a lot of people don't understand is our attraction as men 
since we were kids has always been the same thing. This is why the programming is, is hard because since I was five, I've been attracted to 18 to 25 year old women. So I assume that this is what 18 is like. So now when I see a woman who looks 26, oh, you let yourself go. Oh, you pat like, oh, we've been together 15 years. And he doesn't look at me the same because I can't breed with you no more. That's what all of this aesthetic shit is for. Let me find who's going to be the best person for me to breed with. We don't want to look at it like that. We don't realize that that's what we pursuing women for to, to breed. Who can carry my genetics the best? Now, if we actually looked at it like that, though, too. It'll change your reality. Not in the sense that you're breeding for the benefit of somebody else, but you're breeding for yourself. It's like, wow. I know that they said, okay, we need to make sure that they want to have kids between 18 and 25. Right? If we get them younger, cool. Do they abort them? Whatever. But at the end of the day, we're going to start having, trying to make, because that's why you think they promote sex so much. It's wild as fuck when people are like, yo, sexy is always abs. I'm going to do a quick, I'm going to do an episode on posture, but I'm going to speak on this, right? We wonder why, the reason why we have, like, we come quick and we have fucked up shit with our bodies because all we do is focus on our abs, right? We don't focus on our lower back, which eventually why, as we get older, even when we had, everybody who's had abs when he was a kid, you feel me? He got older and shit. Most of them are hunched over, shoulders drooped and everything because they still have that muscle memory of pulling abs, but they never work the rest of the core. Not just the sides and the obliques of the abs, but also the lower back and actually the back as, as a whole. You know, the erector spinae muscles, all of the muscles in the back, we don't really work them. The reason why I'm saying that is because that leads to our erectile dysfunctions because the nerves have now been overstimulated because we only operate in the front side of our nervous system, not the back side of our nervous system, which governs the back of our muscles. I'm going to do a whole episode on that. But the reason why I'm using that part with the um, with the nerves and the muscles and, and shit like that is because we're not using we're not using this this expression in totality, right? Just like we're only we only focus on the aesthetic appeal and we want abs and shit, we don't use our body for the way it's supposed to be used. It's just solely for I need to make the presentation so I could be the best fit so I can have babies. You feel what I'm saying? So they encourage us to fuck raw. They encourage us, like, think, like, we're still on a breeding farm. They just extended the breeding farm beyond black people. And now you breed, and you breed in such a way that you create the class for yourself. We don't, like, it's one thing when slaves, it's one thing when humans breed in, in, in enslavements, Right? But it's another thing when humans breed out of classism. Because when everybody, there is no class. You feel me? So you're the tallest midget, whatever. But now, when I have created this classism, and now you breed, you just, I just don't want my kids to be black. So many people, so many white people I know will say they're not racist, but then they'll say they would never switch, they would never trade places with the life that black people live in America. So you know something's fucked up, and you know it's so fucked up, you don't want to switch it. You feel what I'm saying? But now we all on the same playing field. That's what the civil rights and everything. All of that shit was, was to make the slavery a, a doable. Everybody's a slave now. Everybody's a slave now. You're a slave to something now. The problem is what you're going to... Now, you have to see what type of slave you are. The type of enslavement that we have was, like I said, it was chattel slavery. So we were used as breeders. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, have 10, 20 kids at a time. Start having them young. Then by the time he's done, oh, nah, he still has semen. Whether she can have babies or not, 
Go fuck another one. Go fuck another one. Now that this Dane is coming in, this lady, this woman has carried nine to 10 of my children. Nine to 10 of my children. We have a family. We love each other. Fuck what the, the shit is doing now. He's going to separate me from my family, right? So now the child is watching this. 400 years, we got to see this. The boys are watching the fathers between 18 to 25 years old, watching the other guys that are eight, fucking all of the women. Between, oh, he has to be muscle. He has strong. He has to, like, now I'm building myself up a different way because I want to be the motherfucker who gets chose to be the motherfucker that everybody fucking. Fast forward to this day. Hmm. 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 The motherfucker who the man is out here fucking anything. Just slanging his dick in every, and we'd call it, oh, you got to be out here to sow your royal oats. That would be cool if we were still living in reality. We're not living in our regalness anymore. We're living, we're living in the residual aspects of the enslavement that we had. So we're not soiling royal oats. We're breeding for the sake of giving the corporations more bodies to work. The less we're detached, the more we're detached, the less we can connect to it, the easier and the better it is. Because now I have a volatile being that's running around with no guidance. If you don't become a criminal, you're going to you're going to become a, a conglomerate in my corporation in a simple in a way, in a way, shape or form. You may not be the conglomerate, but I'm a conglomerate really make money off of. you, Or you're going to go to prison. It's that simple. Right. But all in all, I'm going to make sure that in some way, shape or form, you're going to be tied to a mental aspect and a fit. our mentality is tied to the physicality that we are attracted to. I was telling the shorty I was 29 at the time. She was 26. Now that I think about it in hindsight, we could have worked. I told her she was too young for me, but she was. You feel me? I was, fuck it. She was 29. She was 26. I was 29 at the time. And she's telling me about a guy who's 32 that she used to talk to. And she was like, yeah, he told me I was so mature for my age. You're not. You're not. You're not mature for your age. You're not. And if you are mature for your age, he's 30, telling you that he's, that means he's immature for his because your mentality is going to be revolved around the physical attraction that you are, that you are. And as for men, like I said, we base all of our decisions off of the pussy we going out, coming out of or the pussy we going into. We know that the pussy we came out of, we're not trying to go back into. So we don't fuck with older women, but we know what we're trying to fuck with. Now, once that pocket you can have my kids, you can have whatever, but once you start losing that, oh, I'm not attracted to you anymore. You know why? Because the next little shiny thing comes along because it's 18 to 25 years old. This is how you end up going from little Kim to, I'm trying to make sure I keep the times right, because you had little Kim, then you had, I don't want to say, because Nicki Minaj, there's had to be somebody in between little Kim and Nicki Minaj. But anyway, you go from little Kim, right? Once little Kim got old after magic stick and shit, and she was no longer looking like the 20 year old and shit no more. And she had to keep getting the surgery to keep boop, move you right on out. You bring Nicki Minaj in. Nicki Minaj comes in, hottest thing smoking. Boop, she got to keep getting the surgery. She done got phased out. Who do we bring in? Cardi B. Cardi B was the only one. Cardi, eh, she really wasn't black. She was Puerto Rican. But we kind of grew up in the same circumstances in a way. Her slavery was from what you call, nah, never mind. They, they had a different, they had a different. Puerto Ricans had it a little bit different than we do. Uh, it, I it, that's not the conversation. 
So when we look at Cardi B coming in as the next one, the reason why I was using her, she she was the one who didn't try to start beefing with the next person. You feel me? Lil' Kim started beefing with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, I'm paying homage. <laughs> Nicki Minaj did the same shit to Cardi B. Cardi said, I'm paying homage or whatever the case may be. Cardi B the only one that said, yo, we all going to eat. Whatever. But then after Cardi, who came? Meg. They're keeping it between 18 and 25. And somebody's about to, somebody's about to come in after Meg Thee Stallion. As soon as Meg Thee Stallion is no longer in that space where, okay, she's the, whatever the case may be. And now I see women that are older than me, you know what I'm saying? Using Meg Thee Stallion as the inspiration, as the motivation, and things of that nature. And it's like, oh, this is what it is. Y'all don't realize how programmed y'all are. Y'all don't realize just how programmed y'all are to keep breeding. Because this is what transgenerational curses and shit looks like. You feel me? How wired you are to program to do this shit. So what I'm saying is that they keep this shit like this for a reason. So now, remember when I told y'all when I used to work in um, Valet and my one of my team members, he was older than me, but he was showing me tour videos. His mind is still between 18 and 25. So social media, see the TV, it's so it's so crazy. We about to see some shit like the lights have never seen before. And it's, it's wild. I'm glad I wrote So Frail. I'm glad I did all of the shit that I did. I got So Frail conversations and everything when season 12 comes in. Because what's going to happen with the world is that the pocket of us staying between visually seeing women at 18 to 25 years old is going to improve and increase. The Instagram model, fucking TikTok, all of this shit, it hits us at a lot quicker now. So now, your nation of image, nation of images, this is what a bad bitch is. This is what a bad woman is. This is what a woman is. It's like, we have what this is. And it stays in this rotation. And it's like that for a reason. Because now, when I tell people that, like, oh, why don't black relationships work? They're not supposed to. As long as you still trying to view the relationship as we did it, when we came out of enslavement, like that's how we still operate relationships to this day. You see what I'm saying? We want more. We definitely want to have more out of relationship, but we have not deconstructed the reality to say, hey, yo, we still breeders, yo. We still breeders. This is why you end up, why does he cheat with the younger girl, the younger woman? Hmm. That's why. Or why does she cheat with the older man? Hmm. That's why it's we're looking at it from the perspective of the perspectives need to be understood and respected. This is what it was when we were on a breeding farm, y'all. This is why we treat our women like damaged goods when it when she is damaged goods at that point. Like, you feel me? Once you can no longer produce the babies, now you become the you gotta take care of the other people's babies. They're taking their time to have one or two and making you have ten. And then now when we say, I miss the days when we had big families. I want a big family. You're not a, like, you can't. It's not the same. We didn't realize how much we, how much atrocities we were putting ourselves through simply by having big families like that. You feel what I'm saying? When you have kids, like you supposed to have them and have them spaced out. Most of us are stair steps. Knee babies and shit, like, the fuck? What you mean? They back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Don't even rest up. You know why? Because you got to get back in. We need more babies. We need more labor. We need more labor. We need more labor. If you as the mama can have 10 babies, I can... If you as the mama have 10 babies and you have five girls, that is another 50 babies that I'm going to get off of you. Potentially. Depending on how your genetics play out. You dig what I'm saying? So again, they still got us... Program like we on a breeding farm. 
You see me? You see what I'm saying? If you really want to stay attracted to a woman, if you really want to stay attracted to the woman that you like, you're going to have to cut off all outside distractions because every day you're going to have to see that she does not look like these other women. And it's not that, and it goes from she looking like the women to she looking like the kids. That's why she's going to keep needing the surgery. She's going to have to keep getting the touch-ups, the Botox and everything because these women have to look 20 to 25. Like, we don't know you 30. We don't know you 40. We don't know you 50. I was listening to Rack City of the remix and while he was like strippers past 30 telling niggas that they 26. No, you 36, you 30. I know. I could tell. I like it. I ain't mad at it. You feel me? I know a 20-year-old stripper when I see one. I know a 25-year-old stripper when I see one. I know a 30-year-old stripper when I see one. I know how life affects you within the years. You're not 26 and that's okay. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? The older you get, you start to have respect. I don't want no 26-year-old titties. Mm-mm. 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 Give me some motherfucker that's going to drop. You feel what I'm saying? Like, Because it's levels to the shit. You get a different level of appreciation. Now, when you don't have that appreciation, that means you're not evolving or maturing with your attraction. Your attraction is staying one way. That means your mentality has to stay that way, too. I don't mean this in no way, shape, or form to be disrespectful or rude. But if you're in that bracket between 18 and 25 and you're a woman, there's not a single conversation I can have with you that will stimulate me. And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. You can have your college degree. You can have whatever it is. You cannot have a uh, conversation that will stimulate me because I have experienced life far beyond anything that you have experienced up until your 18 to 25 years. I get it, people. See, you don't know what that girl went through. You don't know that. I know what I've gone through. And I know what the society conditions everybody else to go through. And if you're comfortable in that society and you th- you just you're able to go along and you don't feel any kind of friction or any desire to get out, ain't shit we can share. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, you can articulate and sound like you're having a conversation with me, but you don't even understand what it is that I'm talking about, or the depths that I'm talking about. And if you don't, then I'm gonna end up teaching you. And I am not teaching a fucking child that ain't mine. Without being paid. But that is me personally. And I'm speaking on this not only just from where I stand now, from understanding where I was before all of this shit happened. You feel me? When I was in that age, when I was in college and shit, that fun life and shit, I had a girlfriend and it was like, wow, every woman around me is like, wow, y'all are all what I was supposed to be attracted to. It's like the smorgasbord. You feel what I'm saying? I don't even know how the college students are now because it's like with all of the women contouring their faces to look the same, it's like, nigga, I don't know. Y'all ain't got it like I got it, like I had it, but it was different. So, but what I'm saying is like within that time pocket, think about where you are. I went to HBCU. I think we had a sizable amount of people there, but it was more women than men. And I was in the honors hall and I was a smart motherfucker and I was low-key hood too, man. It was throwing at me so much, but here's the thing that I was making with that. All of this was the 18 to 25 attractions. I went back to homecoming afterwards and shit like that. Some of those women that I would have plugged and like, I'm not looking at them the same no more. I'm looking at them. I'm looking at them like, damn, she let herself go. Like, I done seen a couple of them that's still bad. They still fine. They still can get it. And I'm like, but you that, mm, that's that mature. You not trying to stay how you looked when you was in your 20s when I knew you didn't. Like, you looking how you looking now. Like, for example, me on the other hand, I embraced that I got 33. You feel me? When I started losing, I shaved it all off. 
You feel what I'm saying? Like, I didn't try to keep giving me Beijing's. I want to keep looking at, no, nigga, I accepted that I'm getting old. That's a part of this breathing farm mentality. It's like, we can't even as men accept that we're getting old. I remember when I was in undergrad, right? My brother had just got out. And I think this had to be my junior year or something like that. But my brother come up with his homies and shit. Where the girls at? I'm like, bro, me and my brother, mind you, we're seven years apart. I'm like, bro, they my age. They legal. Huh? My brother and my homies is just like, yo, put all these hoes up here, put me on. Again, this is the window. This is the window. Yeah, we may change it and say, oh, yeah, let me give me a college girl, whatever. Ah, still the window. 18 to 25. 27 is extending it because black don't crack. But you feel what I'm saying? 18 to 25, it is what it is. And it's deeper than just, you know, it's deeper than just, oh, because she's naive. Nah, it's it's naive in the sense that she can't play your game. But it's also in the sense that, yo, we tired of breeding farms, bro. Still. We still think we animals. We still think we breed it. Like, I don't get how we can't fathom. I don't get how we can't see it. Like, you feel what I'm saying? They told us we was three-fifths of a person. They called us animals at one point in time, and we think that they breeded us like humans. Do we think that the sex that we have is humanistic? And we wonder why sex has evolved so much for us right now that we eat ass. If you eat ass, you ain't shit. I get it. You're trying to fit it in the mold, because again, now it goes back into eating ass is some shit that happened. I don't know. I don't know who started that shit, but when you actually think about it, how animalistic is eating ass? Where did we would have? Where would we have had to get eaten ass from? Like, really sit and think about that, because if we know we're following their structure, man's best friend smells ass when it greets each other and shit. Why? What is the obsession with ass? You dig what I'm saying? But it's not just the obsession with ass; it's the obsession with creating the sticking to the sexualization. So when you're labeled as a breeder and you're carrying yourself as a breeder and you're operating yourself, when they start creating a new shit, oh, as a breeder, I got to keep up with this shit. No, 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 no. This shit is designed to make sure that we keep bodies in this motherfucker. We're going to reset. We're going to do what we need to do, but we're going to keep bodies in this motherfucker. We're going to keep functional workers in this bitch. And we're going to make sure that without a shadow of a doubt, we're going to have people work for us. Our companies are going to continue to run. Right? Now, in our companies running, like I said, we're going to make sure that we do all kind of promotions and propaganda to make sure motherfuckers stay attracted to 18 to 25-year-olds. We need our men diluted. We need the men diluted. As long as the men stay between 18 and 25, that's it. Because you know why? Analysis and deconstruction. If I do not mature my masculinity, my ability to analyze and deconstruct the world, I will never break a system that is imposed to oppress me. That is a po- imposed to oppress me. Why did I say opposed to impress me? No. Imposed to oppress me. At what point are we really going to get it? At what point are we going to realize the significance of masculinity? Had to, You had to attack the analysis and deconstruction. Analysis and deconstruction will not allow me. It will not allow me to violate a woman. It will not allow me to violate a woman younger than me. It will not allow me to violate in any way, shape, or form. But... When that analysis and deconstruction is gone because I'm in a state of enslavement and I am in a breach, I'm a, it's out the window. Now, for 500 years, this goes on. Suddenly we just get free. Just say, hey, figure it out. Now we figuring it out. 
right? But we're figuring it out in our own isolation, and we're starting to de deconstruct a lot of the shit. They just they start dropping bombs on us because we start prospering. Motherfuckers ain't having 10, 12. That 10, 12, 20 babies and shit, that's largely a lot of that shit was in the South. And it was in the South where people weren't actually productively doing anything. But the people that were actually starting to black Wall Streets and shit like that, they weren't having those big crazy families anymore because they realized that they couldn't be bred anymore. We're not breeding anymore. You see what I'm saying? Shit changed. And they realized we can't allow these. We got to make these motherfuckers realize that, no. No. So now we're going to integrate. And now when we integrate, not, like think of like there was never a time when we can pause and say, hey, y'all, we're not supposed to be attracted to women like this. That's why the whole stigma is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I just want to like. This is devastating, man, because it just break my heart because it's like, yo. We got generations coming up after this. What are we teaching them? What are we teaching them? Not shit, because they're going to keep watching it. They're going to keep saying that, yo, I like 18 to 25-year-olds. This is what they're showing on the TV. Now, the girls that are coming to school, we teenagers or whatever, they're going to emulate these girls because this is who it is. They're going to start to emulate them. They're going to start to copy them. They're going to start to pick up their mannerisms. So now, in that, I'm watching this as a teenager whatever. I'm growing up or whatever, and I just keep seeing everything rotate. You dig what I'm saying? I remember one time, this was a couple, a lot of years ago, I was doing a Women Crush Wednesday. And I, it didn't dawn on me what I was doing because I was like, all oh, these women are older than me. They're my age or older. I never put a woman, but then I would see women, men my age or older. Women Crush Wednesday is a little kid. I'm like, you know, that's a kid, right? I'm not saying nothing like, nah, nigga, it's, we got to look at the culture, bro. It's, 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 it's sick. It's sick. It's sick. And I'm able to speak this and express this because I succumb to this shit. I succumb to this shit. I'm not the only one. I'm the only one who's comfortable admitting it and saying, you know what? This was some fucked up shit, but this was deeper than that. Because I didn't see the problem until it was time to go to court. I'm like, nigga, why is everybody mad? Like, what did I do wrong? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm trying to understand because I'm like, this is all around me. This is all around us. And I said, that's why it's all around us. It's supposed to be this way. You know how easy it is to fuck up a family because they're not prepared to be a family? Now, do you know how easy it is for the government to take control of that? Wow. Hmm. Makes sense. So why not make a motherfucker who's unstable, who's... Why not make a motherfucker whose only attraction, only reason for getting with women is because of what he sees on TV? <laughs> now he's going to figure out the best thing. That's our, our mentalities and our lives get so good because we learn how to manipulate younger and younger. And now, when you get to the point where you can't, like, I never had a young chick. Outside of the, my, the, the 200th episode, outside of that situation, I've rarely had women who were younger than me. And if they were, it was like a year. You know what I'm saying? A year or two at most. Because... It was like, we have to relate. Like, we have to be in some kind of like, I can't see it. Like, I get it. I want to have kids at some point in time, but I'm not compromising my mentality and my spirituality just, so, just for physicality? Niggas is like, yo, you're going to have to get with somebody who's going to be younger than you at least six years. Nigga, no. I can barely do it with somebody who's two days younger than me. The fuck? What you mean? <laughs> I'm bullshit. I'm exaggerating. But like, 
you haven't experienced enough of life. You haven't experienced enough of life. And if I don't give a fuck that you haven't experienced enough of life, that means what I'm trying to do is beyond the basics. It's just, I'm, I'm just trying to procreate. This is lust. There's no other reason outside of that. And as sad as it is to say that, y'all, this is our culture. This is our culture. And this is the part of the culture that we don't speak on enough because this is the side that they capitalize on. This is the side that gets monetized on. This is the side in which the like 18 to 25 is a very profitable age. Either you can make the most profits you can make for yourself or you're going to be profited on the most. And you're in a space where with sex selling, it's sad, bro. It's sad because it's like now... You're at the space of, will I ever have anything meaningful? Mm -mm. They wonder, like, why do men finally decide to settle down when they're in their 40s and shit? Because they finally realize that they're attracted to an 18 to 25-year-old. That's when it clicks. Nigga, I'm 40, and I've been chasing kids all this time. Because you never realized that that's what you were doing because you started doing it when you were a kid. Since you were 10 years old. You've been attracted to 18 to 25 year olds. <laughs> Old habits die hard for real. So now you're either going to start dealing with women that have BBLs or whatever the case may be, or you're going to start to like, you're not going to break 30. You're not going to break 30. You're going to, I got me a little young chick. Now you're like, nah, you're a predator. You're a predator now, but you weren't a predator then. That's why people can't see the problem because it's cultural. We know for a fact this is morally wrong. We know for a fact that this is this is wrong as shit, but we can't figure out why we can't stop it. Because we've seen it go on so much that we're verbally addressed. It's, it's, it's literally the case of do as I say, not as I do. Because what we're saying is that this shit is wrong as fuck. This shit is fucked up. This shit is trash. But we defend the very fucking behavior. We've always defended the behavior because it's a part of the enslavement that we was in. That's what it really comes to. That's what it comes to. That's what it is. And that's what it boils down to. And now that is translated with everything that we do. <laughs> we so lust driven that. We so lust driven that we, it has, you, sex has to be good for a relationship to work. I know y'all listening to me like, yo, sing, you wildin' if you think it don't. I never said it didn't. But what I'm saying is you cannot have bad sex when you are really intimately involved with somebody. Now I get it. They can say, nah, that's not possible. No, I can promise you, you've never actually been involved with somebody that you are attracted to as in a reflection of you. Sex is never bad. Sex is never bad. You know why? Because sex is a union. And it is a harmony and a frequency. Now, when you're not having sex for that reason, you just fucking, yeah, yeah. That's how it comes down to. But sex cannot be mad, cannot be bad with somebody that you're intimately interwoven with. Because you have taken the time to develop each other, taken the time to develop and learn. The women that I involve myself with, that I've always involved myself with, the sex was always good on both sides, simply because we poured into each other. You feel what I'm saying? There's levels to this shit. There's women right now that in my past I've had quickies with. 
that, you know what I'm saying? I felt like, but they were like, it was quick or whatever, but the dick was still good. How? I thought that, I thought y'all based dick off of the length of time. Like, nah, 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 nah. It's what, it's what's attached to it and how you utilize it. And we was able to utilize correctly because we're supposed to be fucking. You feel what I'm saying? But then when we out here intentionally going to fuck and letting that be the slight, that's why you got to keep experimenting and, and dabbling and trying shit. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying, it's not good to have experience. But at the same time, sex is not, it's sex is sex. How you going to get, like, everybody's experience is different. Because I might, be, I might be privy to things you're not privy to. I might be accustomed to things you're not accustomed to. I might like to go places you're not, you're not going to go. We won't know until... We have sex, but everybody tries to have universal sex. We're going to fuck the same way. Why? Because we're breeding. A breeding man is going to fuck every woman that he's fucking with the same way. Doesn't even know why he's doing it. Because he doesn't realize that it's coming from a place where he used to fuck just so he can have a nut, just so he can make a baby. I was just talking to somebody. Um, I made a post or whatever. Talking about women saying, yeah. He's like, man, I can't give it to you like I gave it to you when I was 20. I'm 40 now. And she like, so I'm like, yeah, stop busting all the time. She like, so you're not supposed to have orgasm. You are when you intentionally trying to make babies, but you're not supposed to have orgasm until you busting. They got us. They literally have told us that having orgasms is healthy. Having orgasms reduces stress. No, it don't. It make you sleepy. It make you lethargic. It make you tired. It makes you lose your fucking hair. It depletes you of your fucking nutrients. And it makes you, it depletes you of the nutrients that will be the equivalent of you running 20 miles. And most motherfuckers can't even run half a mile. Imagine that. Most motherfuckers is out of shape and can't even run half a mile on a treadmill, but they're fucking three or four times a day busting off as if they're running 20 miles every time they nut. That's 80 fucking miles. Four nuts within a session is the equivalent of releasing the energy and the nutrients it takes to run 80 miles. And most motherfuckers can barely run half a mile. So when I say why is the orgasm so pushed? Because they want you to still be breeders. So Shorty was asking, so how often should you practice semen retention? All the time. You literally only supposed to be busting when, you're, when it's time to have a baby. So then wait, how are we supposed to have sex if we ain't busting? That's the question. Because why have you been introduced to sex being something that you have to have an orgasm for anytime anyway? Because when you actually study sex and you actually study tantras and you study sutras and you study these different things, you realize that sex is very healing. With or without the orgasm, but sex is very healing. And within the vagina canal and with along the shaft of the penis, every piece of your body, every um, organ in your body is connected to a, a, a point within a point within the um, every within the vagina, every every piece of the depth, I guess how you can say that. Is connected to an organ within the penis. Every length, everything along the shaft is connected to some. Uh, it's connected to a vital organ, right? This is why I'm saying that they got us fucking fast like rabbits. Bam, bam, bam. Let me pull this quickie. Boom, boom, boom. Bust off. Blah, blah, blah. Right. As opposed to going through the seven minutes per chakra that we're supposed to go through during sex. Sex at minimum is supposed to be forty nine minutes. I know. 40 mind, that's such an arbitrary number. No, it's not. Seven chakras in your body. You go through each chakra for seven minutes during sex. You don't have to go fast, but you have to spend seven minutes within each chakra, right? Boom. You spend those seven minutes, that's 49. What is four plus nine? 13. One plus three is four. 
numerologically, those seven minutes all break because it gives you the foundational piece. The number four is foundation. You you dig what I'm saying? I'm not just pulling shit out, but if you if you actually studied it, you'll know we're not supposed to be having orgasms until until the moment we decide it's time to have a baby. That's the only time I'm supposed to be skiing. But damn, every time you're trying to suck my soul out, I got a bus on you, I got to do this, that, and the third. No, every sexual experience doesn't need a nut. We're programmed to believe that every sexual experience needs a nut because that's what society tells you when you're breeding. Don't waste nothing. You are So much so that I heard a religious person tell me one time that, and this is when I started to realize, I, I really started to side our religion because the motherfucker said that it was according to, you know, the deity's will that it's better to leave your semen in the belly of a whore than it is to waste it. Whoa, you mean it's it's better for me to bust my shit in a in a woman who ain't than it is to just just skeet out? You feel me? There's a story in the Bible of a guy named Onan. And this is this is when I started to realize what it's tied to. It's a, st- a story in the Bible of a guy named Onan. Onan's brother died. So Onan got to take his brother's wife and he was told to get his wife, his brother's wife pregnant. He said, no, I'm not doing that. So he's fucking her. Weird shit. He's still fucking his brother's wife. He's just not going to get her pregnant. But he's fucking her. And just before he about to bust, he pulled out and he spilled, as it said, he spilled his semen on the dirt and he was killed instantly. Because it's better to spill your semen. It's better to put your semen in the belly of a whore than it is to spill it out. Why? 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 Why, 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 why would that be a story necessary to teach someone in a religious text? If in which the construct in which you're giving them is not for them not to be breeders. Now, the person that, I, that told me that is a devout religious person from generation to generation to generation to generation, and it comes back to the reality. It is better to spill you. Why would you realize that it's better? Like it, that, logically, that doesn't make sense to me. It is not better to put your semen in the belly of a whore. Like we look at baby mama drama and then that trumps that whole shit. It is not better to put your semen in the belly of a whore. Now I'm not saying all baby mamas are whores. But what I'm saying is at one point when you had a baby with this woman, there was some kind of connection to make you feel like she was worthy enough to have your child. Then it changed. So you mean to tell me you it is better to intentionally put your semen in some shit than it is to say, you know what? I don't even want to deal with all the problems for the possibility. And I'm just going to, you know what I mean? And in seeing that, it's like, why would that need to be a thing? Oh, because some of these motherfuckers that was in these breeding farms, you might be my sister. I'm not having sex with my sister. I'm not having a baby with my sister. You will, and you better not spill nothing out. We'll know. You cannot, you you have to bust in her. Fast forward to this day. The trauma is so deep. Y'all are more willing to take plan B's than just not have the orgasm or not have sex raw. Y'all will bust all in the chick, completely fill her up, and then go get a plan B. Because transgenerational trauma is real. It sits. It sits deep and it sits well. And it sits in such a way that all you have to do is see certain imagery to unlock it. And you can regress back to that transgenerational state. So now, when we wonder why we watch the music videos and we watch all this shit, why do we stay in this space? Why do we just fuck them and leave them? Why do why, like, why is it? Because we're still breeding. 
We're still operating as if we're breeders in this motherfucker. We're not. We haven't been, but we still operate as such. You see what I'm saying? That's why it be blowing my mind. Like, I be, I don't be blowing my mind, but I be having so many outs with women sometimes because it's like, not fucking everybody's cool to you, not fucking them either. See, when I say I practice celibacy, it's because I value my dick. It's not because I'm scared of no, like, no. It is what it is. So when women be like, yo, oh, you're celibate, whatever case may be, and they realize, oh, I'm not fucking, you're not fucking me either? No, not yet, nigga. The fuck, I don't know you. The fuck, I don't even know if I, because I, me, I have to have sex in a way that I have to say when I fuck you or when you fucking me and we are in this motherfucker, the possibility of us creating a baby is damn near 100%. So I don't, I'm not even involving myself in a situation where I don't want a baby. I've reached a point in my life now where I'm not having sex unless it's to make a baby. And I get it. Every time I'm not going to have a baby, but at the same time, that means that the person that I'm with, you have to be comfortable with the fact that when we start having sex and we start fucking, every time the possibility of a baby, which means now we have to be more in tune of your ovulation. We have to, there's certain shit that we got to be adults about. You see what I'm saying? But that's the type of time I'm on because I'm no longer in the space of wanting to be a breeder. But the sad part about it is that none of us knew that we were ever in a space to be a breeder. We just thought that this is what it was to be a man. When you think about a black man, this is why it's so easily over-sexualized. When you think about all the shit, because this is the propaganda that has been played over and over and over again. Like Raphael Sadiq and um, D'Angelo said, I got more than just some good dick and some money. But again, this is what we boil it down to because we're all breeders. And this is why now we get to where survival of the fittest, where you now have to have the alphas and the betas and the epsilons because... That's who these motherfuckers want to breed with. And that's who we have to be to be bred with. Hear me well when I say that. That's who we have to be so that we can be bred with. So all of this other shit, so now you get to where I need a job, I need this, I need accolade, I need all of that shit. That's why ain't nobody got no essence because it's all about status because status is how I'm getting some pussy. Status is how somebody's going to breed with me. And in the space where the breeding is not dependent upon a woman, this is why when you're not winning in the competition, you go breed with whatever. People link, people look at it like it's funny and it's fucked up. I, I do say so myself. It's fucked up when people be like, uh, your first baby mama ain't ugly, you ain't shit. It's like, damn, bro. Like, your first baby mama is like, why is your first baby mama ugly? You feel me? I get it. Oh, well, she said she was born. No, no, no. Why are you fucking ugly people? Raw. And there's nothing wrong with fucking an ugly person. But what I'm saying is if you can internalize that ugly people are deplorable, ugly people are people that you're not supposed to fuck with, why are you having a baby with this motherfucker? You're creating life with it. Because that means you're not thinking about any other thing outside of breeding. We don't know so much about transgenerational trauma that is scary. It's scary as fuck because we don't even really pay attention to the fact that a lot of the shit that we're doing is just a repeat of the shit that we did when we was enslaved. But we don't know that it stopped. 
Because we, I ain't got shackles on me, but you're doing the same exact shit. Motherfuckers are still at the same alcoholics that they used to be when we was in, um, we was enslaved because you had to drink the pain away. Most of the people that left enslavement, what the what enslavement did to us, you either became heavily religious or you became alcoholic. Still like that to this day, but the trauma of uh, the trauma of slavery either made you an alcoholic. And you created a bloodline of alcoholics or you became heavily religious and you create a bloodline of heavily religious people. The alcoholic is the hopeless person who realized that there's no possible way a deity can be killed for doing this. I got to drink this pain away. You feel me? The heavily religious just, you know, we're going through this for our divine revelation in the afterlife. Huh? Okay, nigga, you're going to end up being somebody virgin. But all in all, what does it really mean? Because these behaviors, a lot of these behaviors that we exhibit, they still they still in effect now. They're still in heavy effect right now. And we still utilize them. Still utilize them. We still pride ourselves on the dick that we can slang. It's cool. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like that was when I was young. I was a dick slinging motherfucker, and I was I prided myself on that shit. I was very intelligent. I was a, still an A student, I was, but I led with I could slang dick. Like that's really what it was. I would meet older women, tell them I'm on my grown man. You feel me? What Chris Brown said. I can definitely show you things that how you saying I can't be 16. Come on, y'all. I'm not bullshitting when I say what I say. It's in the culture. It's all through it. You feel what I'm saying? We start off trying to fight for the shit like yo i'm not young i'm young but you feel me i can get my grown man on i'm young but i'm ready and it's like it's little shit like that and then we tie that into our culture and we never change it we never change it bro so all this time you know what i'm saying it's easy to you know what i'm saying that's think about r&b music it's rhythm and blues and all we talk about is fucking <laughs> 90% of the R&B catalog is sex. Think about it. Love making fucking or whatever the case may be. Think about it. In some way, shape, or form, 90% of the R&B catalog is sex. Why? Because we want y'all niggas to keep breeding. The fuck? We want y'all to be comfortable breeding. Put the music on. Put the ambiance on. And now this shit translates. We got to start breaking a lot. Of, these, are, these are some of the cycles we don't want to break. Because this, this, this fucks up with the foundational piece of this, this country. You feel me? If there was no media, if there was none of that shit, we didn't have that entertainment and all these celebrity statuses and all this shit and keeping motherfuckers between 18 to 25 and shit, motherfuckers really mature and grow up. But they don't. They don't. It's scary too. It's scary as fuck when you really think about it because how can you not? I don't know how you can you not, but I just know that how... <laughs> Somebody got to stop it. A lot of the people that I be talking to, they be like, yo, you talking to deaf ears and shit. Niggas ain't going to listen. Who's to say I'm talking to them? I've made peace a long time ago that I can't change nobody that's alive right now. My mission is not for any of you motherfuckers that are here. I respect everybody who's listening to my podcast. I respect everybody who follows my work. I respect every My shit ain't for y'all. I appreciate y'all being the baton passers and shit, but my shit is for people that haven't even come into this world yet. 
You feel what I'm saying? And it's because I'm saying that I can't argue with my brothers and shit about that shit. Like these motherfuckers still like the clubbing days. They were they were cool when I was in my twenties. I got big homies like yo, let's go out. Why you want to go out with me? The fuck? I don't even go out no more. I'm gonna be awkward as fuck when I go out because I'm not in that mentality. Now, when I see these 18 to 25 year old girls and shit, I'm like, because they're now at this point they're girls. Like it's like y'all like y'all are kids to me, man. I get y'all grown, but y'all are kids to me. And I don't need to be in the space. But like I said, when the attraction remains a certain way, right, the mentality is going to stay in that space too. Because now I have to continue to do everything to make sure this attraction loves me. This attraction likes me. I can get this attraction. When you first learn how to talk to women, right, what did you do? You learned what was going to be necessary to be said for the women in that space so you can get them, so you can get the attention, so you can get the conversation. Once you get that first number and you get that rhythm, now, mind you, it's a game. It's a game. This is why I be like, as an accomplished motherfucker, I can look at life and say, I get why dudes pride themselves on that. If you have accomplished nothing else but getting numbers gives you that euphoria, that's why niggas got to have hoes. That's their greatest achievement. That's their chronic accomplishment. When you get that first number, i never forget it. First time I got my first number where I actually, you know what I'm saying, spit game at her. And it was like, yo, what's up, shorty? Bye-bye. It wasn't no, hey, yo, my man's was fucking with some shorty and he put me on to it. says, no, the first number that I really ever, ever got. And it was just like, yo, I was 14. I was 14. And we were at Walmart. I never forget it because I opened up the pins in Walmart because I was going to give her my number and shit. We was exchanging numbers and this was like, we had cell phones, but I ain't had no minutes on my cell phone at the time or something like that. Or I ain't have it on me. That's how, that's how, that's the space that it was in. You know what I'm saying? I think I was like, yeah, no, I didn't have, I was giving her, I did. I gave her my house number. So when I approached her and shit, it just flowed. It just flowed. I just, I just had a conversation. It wasn't me trying to mack it. And then I got her number from there. I was 14 years old. The first time it happened. <sighs> I got that first number. She was bad too. You couldn't tell me shit, bro. Like it's one thing, and this is no shade. This is so for a conversation. We could be hunting. It's one thing when you get a number because you just sparring and you just seeing if you still got to get a chick from that. No, I really like she she was bad, like bad. And I was like, yo, I gotta talk. And when I started flowing, started Mac, shit went to my head. Shit went to my head. And then after that first number came, I followed that same template, that same formula, and I just stuck with that. And then I just started getting numbers. And then from there, it was just like, that's what it was. Now I changed my advance to it. I started going for better ones and shit like that. But then it's just like, it became easier. But I can understand how when that's your crowning accomplishment, that's your crowning accomplishment, getting numbers. That's cool. Like, you feel me? That's cool when we kids, like we can talk, yo, I got shorty number two, blah, blah, blah. Eventually it gets old. Eventually it gets old. It's like, what do you do now? Everything that we do as far as next level shit is tied to just more sex. Okay, cool. Now you get the numbers. Now you got to beat it. All right, cool. Now you got to get some threesomes. Now you got to do it. Like, no, at some point, there's no more you can do sexually until you start end up doing shit like, oh, let me get my ass ate, explore my sexuality. She pegged me or do some, no, no, no. My sexuality will never be explored to that point. I'm sorry. If you enjoy exploring sexuality to that point, you got to find somebody else to fuck with because that's not me. 
I'm not curious about anything sexually. I know that the penis goes into vagina and I know what gets me right. You feel what I'm saying? All that other necessary shit, that unnecessary shit. I'm not doing no stupid shit like that because I'm not in that space. You feel me? Think about how culturally fucked up the world is to where sex is the one thing that creates life. And that is one of the most damaging events of our life. And when I say damaging, I mean, sex is not good. Yeah, you get your nut. Yeah, you feel, I don't know how it feels for women. I know for us, we get our nut or whatever the case may be, but it's not, it's not, sex is not what it's supposed to be as we're experiencing it now. You feel what I'm saying? We got to pound it out. You feel me? It's, everything is so aggressive and so rough. For something to be a creating process, hmm, hmm. It's a lot of destruction in the form of creation. It doesn't make no sense. But I guess it is what it is. Because nobody can flow because we're still trying to have we're still trying to base everything off the fact that we were enslaved. This is when I get, this is why I talk to people. I'm like, yo, y'all gotta stop saying y'all started off as slaves because everything you do, it starts from there. You wonder why you in this space right now. When I actually went back before we started slavery and I started looking at how the sex we used to, it made me change sex. I was like, damn. Nobody, not not one time did I say beat this pussy up. Like not one time did did was I trying to choke a bitch. Like you feel me? Being dramatic, but you know what I'm saying. It's little shit like that. So much so that it's like when I looked at some of the iconographies of the sex that we used to have and shit, the symbolism. Like our women were always on top of us. We were never on top of them. I got banned by social media for the reason why. You know we have sex the way we do now, but yeah. Yeah. The sex was always a matter of the woman being on top of the man or the man and the woman both standing up and him holding her. It was never a matter of because that was the dominance and that was a certain power. Now was the easiest angle to get your nut. Get your nut the quickest. Hmm. Go figure. You know why? Because the angle in which you're which you're you're sitting, you're it's, it's going to make you nut. I'm not going to talk about that because that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but it's going to make you nut quick in that position. You feel what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of overstimulation in that space. And it shouldn't be. You see what I'm saying? But again, that's how we've been convinced. That's how we've been convinced. That's how we've been programmed. That's how we've been taught throughout this entire process. And I say that's how we've been taught throughout this entire process because we ain't been taught shit. I'm sorry. I looked at the culture. I, I can only speak on my generation and the generation that preceded me, right? The generation that preceded me didn't talk to us about sex at all. My generation, we talked to each other about sex from try and, try and fail. You feel me? Awesome. Nigga, did you really do that shit? Like, what the fuck you got to do? Like, nobody tells you anything else about sex. We learn about sex from breeding. Get the nut and just make sure it feel good. Because we don't realize that everything traces back to what happened when we were enslaved. We're breeders. We still treat it like that. I'm fucking this one, fucking this one, fucking this one, fucking this one. Like, yo, we pride ourselves on how many we fuck. You feel me? Now realizing that we're bragging 
the way a slave master would brag on it. Yeah, he fucked her. He fought her. He got that one pregnant. He got that one pregnant. Talking like fucking animals. I got that one. I got that one. I got that one. I know it seems crazy when you're talking about it like this. I had these are things that I had to internalize, and these are things that I had to eat and I had to deal with in my healing. Because this transgenerational shit led me to episode 200. It led me to that shit. You see what I'm saying? But in that in healing that shit, I was like, yo, this can't, this, this ain't right. Cause this is a cultural phenomenon. I didn't do nothing but what everybody else was already doing. Except I had integrity and I told him myself. I said, you know what? It wasn't supposed to go like that. So I could be honest. Like, that's not what the fuck. Whoa, this what happens when I get honest? Okay, nigga. Okay. I should keep the fuck quiet. But because of that, we sweep so much under the rug when it comes to this side that we're not able to heal. We're not able to get to the points of our culture where we can see that this is one of the biggest roots of our problems. This entire sexual experience. Because what we do is we don't teach the men to control their urges. We say men are going to be this way anyway. We just got to make sure we watch the girls so the girls don't be fast. You know how easy it is to manipulate a girl that's younger than you? This is why I don't fuck with women that are younger than me. I, I, I used to, you know what I'm saying? Like women older than me, I can finagle them, bro. It's not a problem. So it's, you see what I'm saying? But now they teach you, you know, fast ass little girls. That's what I've always heard all my life. Fast ass little girls. But nobody's ever said anything about the, the, the breeders who was watching these little girls. Nobody was ever checking them. You know why? Because nobody ever checked them because it was culturally accepted because we were enslaved. We are not enslaved no more. We need to cut this shit the fuck out. You feel me? Of all of these conversations that we having on podcasts, and of all these conversations we having about the culture, nobody want to address the real ones. Nobody wants to address the real ones and how dangerous and how fucked up the sexuality is within our people. We talk about it's over-sexualization. We talk about it's hyper-sexualization. We talk about all of this. No, we're still mentally programmed to breed the same way we were when we were enslaved as fucking breeders and chattel slavery. We have to address that shit because now we can't. Because now we think, oh, I'm just supposed to be sexual. I like being a hoe. I like wanting to do this shit. No, the fuck you don't. You, 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 this ain't normal, y'all. This ain't normal. This ain't healthy. You see what I'm saying? I have no kids, but you feel me? I got a nut probably with every woman that I fucked. I lost count of how many women I had sex with. I lost count by the time I was 17 years old. That's scary. That's scary. I had this conversation all the time with myself. I said, yo, it is amazing how I never caught anything. Well, it's really not amazing because I always use protection. I never went wrong. You feel me? Even if the condom popped, I pulled one. I always kept them in the clip. I had I always, whenever I got some, I always went with about two or three condoms because I knew, you feel me? I was about to do some fucking. But that's the problem. I knew I was about to do some fucking. We're still in this mentality of that's all we fucking are. That's crazy to me. It, it, it was wild because it was like, damn, who's going to address it? 
Who's going to address that? We need to address the sexuality and shit within men. Oh, no, men are supposed to be like that. We're supposed to be. Nah, why is nobody teaching men how to control their urges? Do you know why? Because the moment you teach men how to control their sexual urges, masculinity comes back. Because in that control, practicing celibacy, in that not thinking about and lusting all the time, you're actually able to think about real shit. You're not distracted. You're not confused. And then when you're able to think more about real shit, this real shit that you're able to think about now goes into analysis and deconstruction. You start to break shit down. You realize you're in a rat race. You realize you're caught up in a loop and there's a projection of an image of a woman that you want. That's not even a woman that you want. I don't think y'all understand how devastated I was to realize I was never attracted to my type. Which, and this right here is what makes the body so much worse. Because I lost count by the time I was 17. Half of them I don't remember and they were all my types. The reason why that hit me so heavy that they were all my types is because I was, I was never attracted to any of them. I didn't find my attraction until I started becoming an entrepreneur and shit like that. And I was like, I ain't never liked some of y'all. I fucked you though. I'm running into them now. It's like, they see me and it's, you know, I'm looking, I'm like, damn, we just fucked. That's the only thing I have is that I fucked you. Not that you treated me good. Not that we were good friends. Not that we had good moments. I fucked you. That hurt so bad. Because it, it, it goes deeper into the fact that, yeah, I'm just a lust, nigga. That's what y'all were, breeders. I fought her. I fought her. You feel me? I remember when I was young, I used to be with my big homies and shit, and they see shit. I'm like, who that? They're like, oh, I used to fuck with her back in the day. I used to fuck her back in the day. Like, yeah, I used to fuck. Damn, man. That's crazy. <laughs> you just used the fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want that to be the relationships with the women that I seen like, after a long period of time. Like, yeah, we we fought. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? I want positives. Like, what 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 came out of our situation? Nothing. We just fought. Damn. Cause we're breeders. At least I ain't got a baby out of it. That's crazy, homie. But we don't know the depths of what it is. So now when we looking at it from, well, why do why do fathers leaving these mothers to be right? Like, I just seen this post. I'm going to say this. I'm going to wrap it up because I commented on it. And a dude was saying, yeah, um, my mom, she had five kids. She worked clean and everything like that. And then women was like, yes, like yo, we're not acknowledging that what we're saying is my mama was a good slave. It's a lot of cultural shit that we don't acknowledge correctly because we don't want to tie it to where we got it from. You feel me? She cooked clean. She didn't complain. She couldn't complain, nigga. She would have got 20 lashings, whatever the fuck they called it. Tied it to that lashing post and she would have got 20 motherfucking lashes for complaining, for having to cook, clean, and wash and do all of this shit with, while taking care of five kids. That's why she didn't complain. It wasn't because the man was in the house. It's because she didn't complain. And now when, she, when the baby girl saw that growing up, they repeated the cycle. And they didn't complain, but they didn't know that they didn't complain because they were enduring it. They didn't know that they were. They didn't complain because they thought they just saw the cycle repeated. Women don't complain. Not realizing that, yo, these women complain, couldn't complain, didn't complain because they couldn't. Because if they would have, they would have got beaten. And nobody would have been able to defend them. You see what I'm saying? We still in this space today where they're like, yo, black women are the most disrespected and not protected. Like, yo, ain't shit changed from the fucking plantations, my nigga. We didn't protect you then because we couldn't. We don't protect you now because we don't feel like we have to. 
seeing generation after generation after generation after generation of men being incompetent and incapable of protecting women how in the fuck you think we supposed to be able to protect you now somebody got to be the one to say break up you got to wake it wake up and break it like somebody can break the cycle you know you got to know you in a cycle to break one i'm not even gonna hold you bro because I understand what it actually takes to go into solitude and find this, the, the confinements of yourself to actually go through change and shit like that. You see what I'm saying? Not many people are willing to do it. It took me to go through a heartbreak that I was running from and having my grandma murdered in order for me to sit down with myself in order to sit and say something ain't right and start to feel and realize what cycles that, that needed to be broken. <laughs> some motherfuckers is knee deep in some pussy right now, not even thinking, yo, this is a cycle that affected me. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because we're in the involvement. And now when you have a normalcy, a dysfunctional normalcy, everybody's doing the same shit. Everybody else is doing it. Can't nobody see the problem in it. But even more than that, can't nobody see where this problem originated at. We ain't slaves no more, y'all. We're not fucking slaves. And because we're not fucking slaves, we need to stop carrying our slaves, like, carrying ourselves like we, like we were slaves and stop breeding all the motherfucking time. It's cool. If that's what you want to have, you want to, you can like, cool, do your fucking thing, but understand, make sure you know the root behind why you're doing it. We're not that anymore. We're not slaves. So if you want to have that many kids and do all that shit, make sure, cool, make sure it's the reason why you're doing it. Because with that enslavement mentality, you're having all these kids and putting them back in poverty. Cause my mama did it. My grandma did it. My great grandma did it. My great grandma. And look at how failure, look at how many, look at how much it failed over the years. I'm not saying they failed as parents, but at the same time, if you're in still in the same poverty stricken conditions and you had a whole fucking football team of kids and you could not become successful with the shit, how? How? All these kids and you don't have individual trades, individual businesses, nothing. You just have more fucking poverty. How? How, my nigga? What was the purpose in that? Other than to create procreative kids. To the only reason for that was to create kids to plug into a system so they can get a good job, so they can fund another motherfucker's reality. And don't forget to check out Polycafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Polycafe clothing? All right, I'm going to go ahead and end it there because as y'all can tell, I started getting frustrated. I ain't really get frustrated. It's just more, you know, passionate because it's like I get the there, there has to be an attention when you create kids. You feel what I'm saying? We never dictated the intention while we were creating. No, we did. During the enslavement, we were not dictating the reason why we were having kids. We just weren't. We were not creating the intentions as to why we were creating kids. We were creating kids because the slave master needed more property. Those kids weren't ours. 
That's why it's on me to get you to 18. It's on me to get you to, you know what I'm saying? It's little shit. Little, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. It's on me to tame you in, certain, in such a way that when I sell you off, you're not a threat anymore. I don't have to worry about you running away. I don't have to worry about you being a problem. It's little shit like that. But the governing piece of all of this, which is largely tied to this episode, is the breeding farms and shit and sex. Y'all, we not lust-driven animals, y'all. We're creative. We're architects. We're doctors. We're scholars. We're all of this shit. We're not just lust-driven fucking animals, bro. We're not here just to fucking procreate. We're not here to fucking procreate. We're not here to fuck and procreate. It's We're just not here for that. We're here for so much more, but now we've been programmed and conditioned not to. Now, the reason why I had to have this episode is because... and it. it this is our problem to fix. Our women can't fix this problem. Our women weren't the ones that were being forced into promiscuity. We were. We've just normalized it. And somebody has to get fucked in the process. The disdain we have when we know that a young man or whatever wants to fuck with our daughter and shit is tied in that. But we think that it's more of the man and it's not the man. It's actually the slave environment that we grew up in. Slave environment that we come from. Because I can't fight the slave master. I can't tell. Like now I have to, like, dad, just imagine that. Your daughter gets broken in by a man and you have no nothing to do with it because a slave master said yes. You see what I'm saying? Analysis and deconstruction has been stripped a long time ago because there's certain shit that you just can't let fly. But there's certain shit that we do now that we still let fly because we're not analyzing and deconstructing our world. We're just existing in the world that was already given to us. Existing in the world that was imposed upon us for four to five hundred years straight. How do we deal with that? We got to address shit like this. We got to be able to take these conversations and really apply what we're doing with them right now, right now, if you go down your Instagram time feed, if you got one Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case may be, I put money on it as a man, the average body type you're going to see, it's going to be between 18 to 25 years old. It's the reason for that. No matter how old you get, your algorithm of women going to look the same. I promise you. I promise you, I've had the same, my Explore page, the type of women in my Explore page has looked the same since I was 25 years old. Looks the exact same. Exact same, same figure, same physique, same tone, and everything. I can look at them and tell they're kids. It's like I can look at them and tell they're still between 18 and 25 years old. But then now, when I look at their image, when I look at their pictures, right, this is a whole new cycle of, of women that are 18 and 25. But... I still, see, I still see men my age or older that have been following me for however many years. You know what I'm saying? Still liking it. I'm not saying you're not you're wrong for liking those pictures or anything like that. But what I'm saying is you're proving this. This is the point. This is the imagery. This is symbolism to keep you stuck there. So now if you went out and you looked at a woman who was your age, you wouldn't be able to talk to her. You feel me? Because the mentality of what you're attracted to makes you think you're attractive as that. 
a lot of times we think we're as attractive as what we're attracted to. Now, I'm not saying that you, you're not going to be as handsome as a motherfucking 18 to 20 year old girl or that shit like that, but we still think we're as handsome as we were when we were 18 to 25 based off of the fact that we're trying to fuck with 18 to 25 year olds. That's why we can't fuck with women with 30, 35 year olds and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? 35, 40 years old. When we're 35, 40 years old, because we don't think we're meant to, our mentality doesn't allow us to believe that we're 30, 45 years old. So even though we're that age, we're still, I'm still hip. I'm still cool. I'm still with the young ones. No, you're programmed to believe that you're attracted to that shit and you're not. So when you're attracted to that shit, you're going to do shit that keeps you in that same pocket. Now you in the club getting knocked out by kids. Cause you in this motherfucker with skinny jeans, you told me grown ass motherfucking man, you're a baby still, cause you acting with these motherfucking kids. I remember I was in the twenties, I used to go to the club, he's a man like 30, 40 years old, just pop locking in that motherfucker. If you went to Fayetteville State, you know the fuck I'm talking about too. You gotta go to Cagney's. If you went to Cagney's between what was it, 20, 2000, between 2008 and 2013. If you were in at Fayetteville State between then and you was hitting Cagney's up, yeah, you seen them. You know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Nigga be pop locking this shit the whole motherfucking time. But at the same time, he was way too old to be in the club with us. Way too old to be in the club with us. But he was in the motherfucking club with us thinking he's just as young as us. Why? Because the mentality has it programmed. Tying it back to the old bull, the old head who was um 50 showing me twerk videos of women that were our ages. I was 27 at the time. You see what I'm saying? And then when the women that are 27 years old walking by us and shit, and like he's still looking at like, yeah, because we work right around the courthouse. So, you know, that's where that professional age demographic is. But you feel me? When women, I was, I was like, damn, she aged like fine wine. He'd be like, she old. Nigga, you old. Y'all both got gray hair. What the fuck is you talking about? Nah, she old, man. What you mean, nigga? You old. The fuck is you talking about? But this is what I'm talking about. The mentality that you're tied to, that the mentality that you tie to your attraction makes you think that that's what your level is, and it's not. And so now this is why we stay in this realm. 18 to 25 years old. It's the reason. They got us like this because this is the breeding area that they want us to be in. They want us to just keep producing bodies. The most profitable bodies are the bodies that you put in poverty. Because <laughs> they'll put more bodies in poverty. You see what I'm saying? And what we out here doing? Having babies by multiple chicks. You feel me? All kind of other shit. Still contributing to the same slave behavior that we was in. And yeah, we could talk about. <laughs> we stay stupid shit like... You know, we watch a slave movie or we see a slave boat say, that couldn't have been me. You sure? A lot of us are still exhibiting a lot of the easy behavior that, because we look at slavery from the extreme aspect again, beat, you know, shit like that. We talk about what couldn't be us until we've never been in that situation before. So we can't say that it couldn't have been me because right now you're doing slave shit and it is you. So what does that say? What does that say? We don't really know the history that we think we know because we're repeating it all because we think we ain't got shackles on us no more. So fact that we can't age our attractions with our women and we can't control our sexual urges and shit like that is because of this. 
because we're still operating from the slave perspective that we were the enslavement's perspective that we were breeders and we weren't. We were actual humans who had to breed, but we still treat the game the same way. It's crazy, but it's real. So I'm going to go ahead and end there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our sons, you already know the vibes of what I'm about to say. Break the cycle. They're not on breeding farms anymore. Stop letting the rites of passage be teaching them to have sex and giving them condoms and shit like that. No. Teach them everything about sex for real. You know what I'm saying? Let them know they're not breeders, bro. They're not here just to be fucking out here for nothing. We're not enslavement. We're not enslaved anymore. We're not we're not enslaved anymore. It's, it's just not. And we have to stop this bullshit. It's, it's got to stop. Our sons need to realize that they don't have to be hypersexualized beings. They need to attract. Like, it's crazy because, like, when a man is really, you know, when you attract it because you in school, you like her. She's your age. I like a girl in my class. You like her for the whole year. You like her the next year. But then something happens when a type happens. And the next, you know, everything you, 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 every girl you like looks the same. She doesn't have this a characteristic that is, that is related to you. She just looks the same. We need to catch that shit before it hits our boys. They're not breeders. And we need to teach them how to evolve with their attractions, how to continue to develop the mentality that develops with the attractions that they have, which means they need to understand the difference between types and attractions so we can avoid them just becoming breeders and then being over-sexualized and continuing the fucking cycle that we have going on today. We got to stop it. And it's definitely on us to stop it. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And as always, I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.